You're listening to SBS News. How much do we spend on toys every year? Do you have a ballpark figure? Yes, I do. But we spend uh, a lot of money on toys in Australia each year, and the growth in the toy industry is is you know growing every year. Um, we spend about um, the, the toy industry in Australia is worth about four billion dollars every year. I haven't got a figure for um, Australian children, but we know that children in America, so those aged from two to twelve they get about $9,000 in Australian dollars worth of toys given to them every year. And I would say that the figure would be pretty similar for Australian children as well. So it's a huge industry, $4 billion every year. And, um, you know, the, the race is on every year for toy manufacturers and designers to come out with new toys and, you know, the new latest toy that they want everyone to want at this time of year at Christmas when, you know, they make the bulk of their sales. So it's very competitive and it's uh, a really big part of the retail industry. You've argued in the past that having too many toys can have a negative impact on children. Can you explain that? Yes, it sounds a bit mean, doesn't it? I don't mean to be um, the Christmas Grinch, but we know that um, from a lot of the studies that have been done that, you know, apart from obviously the environmental concerns where, you know, a lot of toys are made from plastic and from the sorts of materials that don't break down easily, having lots of toys actually can negatively impact not only children, but also their parents. And the reason for that is um, spaces in our uh, houses or, you know, even if you think about your workplace as well. But, you know, if we've got space at home that has got too too, too much clutter, too many toys everywhere, too messy, it can really do um, a couple of negative things. One, it can impact negatively, um, especially young children's ability to learn and play creatively. And much like, uh, you know, if you had a cluttered pantry or something like that or a cluttered desk, it can make it really hard for children to focus it can also make it really hard for the parents to focus as well. And, you know, a lot of parents, if you speak to them, they do express a lot of frustration about having, you know, toys all over the place and trying to get the kids to clean up the toys. What the research has found is that if you give children fewer toys at a time to play with, it actually leads them to having a much better quality of that playtime. And if they've got fewer things to play with, they actually build those skills around improving their concentration. And also studies have found that they'll play more creatively. The other, um, the other real problem is that when we have um, lots of toys, there is actually less value placed on them. So, you know, if you've got, you know, you've got lots and lots of toys around you, children um, sort of don't develop those really important skills around appreciation and gratitude. So there's a whole lot of things to unpack there, but it has been found and it's not trying to sound um, mean or that you shouldn't give children toys. There are lots of great toys you can give children, but they just don't probably need the huge number of toys that they're getting every year. I'd imagine that there'd be a negative consequence to that if, say, some kids in a particular family or even on the same street got lots of toys and then others didn't. That would also play out in certain ways. Too, yeah, right? I, I think so too. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot more 
um, you know, this, this generation of children is a lot more obviously tech savvy and they share things on social media much more widely. So not even just the kids in the street, but, you know, the kids that you might be friends with at school. A lot of children are on um, different apps and, um, you know, sharing information, photographs, texting each other. So, yeah, there's, there's that about it as well. And, I mean, I guess that's been happening, you know, <laughs> for a long, long time. A lot of children get lots and lots of toys and others not so many. But there's certainly a sweet spot, I think, and, and each family has to, I guess, work out what that is. But there's no doubt about it that, you know, if you talk to parents around, you know, Boxing Day or just after Christmas, a lot of them are overwhelmed with the amount of toys that perhaps relatives have given them or friends have given them. Um, and so we have got some solutions about what you can do if you have actually got too many in the house. Well, what are some of those solutions? What what can parents and carers do yeah. to kind of yep. thin out the, the toy collection yeah. a little bit? <laughs> yes. It, that's, yeah. So what, what we're suggesting is that if you can, try and do an inventory on all of the toys that you've got. Now, I'm not I'm not a saint in this area at all. My son did have a lot of toys when he was younger. But what, what we sort of suggest is do an inventory of the toys that you've got. Perhaps do it every year, you know, if you're doing spring cleaning. And make three piles of them. One of the piles is the keep and play. So they're the ones you want to keep with it. You want to keep and they're the ones you want to play with at the moment. Then you might have another pile that's keep and store. So they might be things like sort of family heirloom toys or toys that you want to pass on down the generation or, you know, they've got sort of some sort of nostalgic value. And then you have another pile which is give away or sell. And you'll know, you know, which toys belong in this pile if they're ones that, you know, haven't been used. If you've got new toys that have never been opened, you can donate them at Christmas. Lots of charities will take um, brand new toys as presents for children. With the toys that you're going to keep and play, it's really important that you make them accessible and easy to see in your child's bedroom or play area. And what you can do with that pile, because it'll probably be quite a big one, because, you know, your kid will probably say, I want that one, I, I, I still play with that one. Um, what we say is, look, put two-thirds of them away um, and rotate them every month so that you're bringing out um, a sort of new set of toys every month. And what we found is that, um, you know, children often forget all the, you know, if you've got so many toys, you often forget how many you've got. So by sort of rotating them and bringing them out, you'll be able to, um, you know, surprise your, your child. Make sure that you've got a good mix of what we call social toys, so toys that are, you can play with with other children or with parents or, or carers or friends. There are some great toys that are just what we call solo toys. So they're just, you know, playing by yourself. And then, you know, we do have this term of good toys. And I think we, you know, we sort of do hear people saying, oh, I really want to buy, you know, a good toy. There are lots of different kinds of good toys. They are things like uh, manipulative or functional toys. So that's where you're actually doing something with your your hands or your, your, you know, your feet or your legs. There are active toys like balls and sports equipment. There are toys for learning. There are toys for creativity. And make-believe is a really important um, sort of subgenre of these good toys. And if you have a, a, you know, a mix of these good toys for children and you rotate them around, I think you'll find you'll have fewer toys around, less clutter. You'll be calmer as a parent or a carer. Um, and you, you'll know that your child is actually... Um, really having to build creativity and concentrate and focus a lot more. I'd say a, another example of 
the so-called right kind of toy would be ones that represent disability. I think I've seen examples of, of lots of those kinds of toys coming out. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, you mean like, um, you know, there are lots of now dolls and things um, uh, for uh, to, re- to represent um, disabilities. Absolutely. And the other thing I guess I should have said there too was, um, you know, toys that are, if you can cut down on plastic, I know it's, I know it's really hard. I mean, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. But if you can sort of have toys that are made out of more sustainable materials or toys that might um, actually be biodegradable, then that's really good too. I, I remember when I had um, my son, I was one of those you know zealots who'd never had a child. And I was like, he will never have plastic toys. He will never eat white bread, you know, and all of those things just <laughs> sort of went out of the window. As I think, you know, we are seduced by, there's a lot of um, money spent on toy marketing, um, advertising, particularly this time of year. And of course, you know, the greatest agitators for toys are the children themselves. You know, the ads are aimed at children. There's that thing called pester power. Um, but I think you just need to probably just keep your head about you and, and just really think, does my kid really need another plastic toy, for example? And the answer is usually no. 